Welcome to the Get Emergent podcast, where we discuss leadership, team, and organizational topics and best practices. We like to provide ideas, concepts, and pragmatic experiments to help you develop your potential in your work and your leadership. I'm Bill Berthel. And I'm Ralph Simone. Ralph, I love the title of today's podcast, So What, Now What? What are we talking about here? (laughs) This was early in my consulting career, and I worked with a brilliant consultant by the name of Ron Cardis. And uh, we were working together, delivering a course at Corning. And he said, whenever we do a module as part of this work, we need to be able to answer the question, so what, now what? Mm. And I was intrigued by that. I I don't think back then I was even smart enough to understand it, right? I liked it. It was catchy. Mm -hmm. But this idea of, so what? What's the key takeaways? What are the insights? What are the concepts that we want people to remember? And equally important, how can they apply them? You know, what can they do with it? And I thought from a training and design standpoint, when we think about training that we do, when we think about the podcasts that we deliver, I think one of the things we want to answer, we want to answer both of those questions. So what? That's the concept. Now what? That's the application. And so I'm, I'm hearing a, a both and balancing concept and application. I'm hearing the abstract and the concrete. I'm hearing, what do I get? What can I pull? What insights can I pull from this? And then what do I do about it? What am I actually going to get done or practice? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The fine line on the concept, right? The abstract. Yeah. Because I think we want to be careful not to be overly prescriptive. Right. Because there's so many things that someone could extract from something. And, and, and it brings me back, you know, I was, I loved, even though I had an accounting major in college, I really loved the true liberal arts education. Mm-hmm. And what I loved about it, and I think an important part of anything that we as leaders do is to get people to think for themselves, to think about thinking, to not necessarily give them the answer, but to share information that would allow them to create their own answers. I think that's the abstract part. And I think we are looking for people to pull things from that abstraction. What do you think is getting in the way of abstracting? What do you think is getting in the way of thinking? (laughs) Time. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I always forget the title of this book, but it was a New York Times bestseller. And the author was an educator. Mm-hmm. And uh, she talked about how most people do not have the time or the attention span to read an entire book Yes, anymore because we're getting hit with these sound bites and links and things. And so I think the perceived lack of time, I don't want to think about it. I just want you to tell me. Yes. And. I think there's a real power in pulling out of it what you pull out of it and then having some guidance as how you would apply it, right? Because there, we do see a benefit to getting a return on the investment, but I wish I could think of the title of that book. I'll think of it later. But that was a really a good lesson. But I, I think we need to be okay with getting out of it what we got out of it. <laughs> so there's a little bit, what's coming up for me is operating in the gray compared to just the black and white of things. Both are important, but the space of cultivating more skills, especially as a leader, in being able to 
extract the lesson from the content, whether it be a book or a podcast, whether it be a life experience, extract that lesson from the content or experience, and then at least experiment with something or put something into application, put something into action. That's a really important skill set for leaders, it sounds. I think it is because I think too many things are way too ambiguous Mm -hmm. have a recipe or a formula to figure it out. And I think I'll just speak for myself. One of the reasons I might not want to invest in pulling out my lesson from the abstract is I'm afraid I don't know enough. Right. (laughs) I can remember I used to poo-poo art because I really didn't get it right or yeah, yeah, yeah. you know when my son would suggest i read whitman's leaves of grass and i said geez what the hell am i going to do with this <laughs> but i think i was afraid to just experience it and pull out of it whatever i pulled out of it and then turn it into my own application and you know i i go back to my covey days where he talked about the goose and the golden egg mm-hmm. in The golden egg are the results we get in our our lives and our leadership, but the goose is the asset. That's the production capability. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason we want people to think for themselves is that that enhances our production capability for the entire organization. So we need everyone thinking. Yeah, because things are changing and we're you you can't be everywhere at once. And so we want people thinking for themselves. We want people closest to the action, thinking it through. You know, there are certain types of jobs because of safety or things. There's a consistent procedure. Sure. But when we're breaking new ground, when we're dealing with the complexities of this changing environment and economy, we want people to be able to think through it on their own. Yeah, and I think especially in leadership roles, the way to move forward might be a little ambiguous. Maybe we're in something so innovative, there isn't a precedence for this type of work or what to do next. We really have to be very creative and abstract from what we have and what we know to make new action. I think yeah. that is the role of a leader. Yeah. yeah. You know, give me the playbook. I would if there if it existed, but you're creating the playbook. Creating the playbook. Go. Yes. And yes. there are times when we will have a playbook that we can leave behind. But I think think of how exciting that is. And we're all capable of doing it. You know, I think when people they sell themselves short when they say, Oh, I just don't get it. Well, get what? First of yeah. all, you're assuming yeah. there's only one thing to get. And second of all, you're selling yourself short that you don't have the ability to abstract meaning out of something conceptual. Yeah. Yeah. Love your example of art. As you know, I've spent the majority of my career around creative people, mostly painters, and gallery etiquette isn't that hard. It's basically don't touch anything unless you're invited to touch it. From there, you're free to roam about and look and enjoy and and soak it in, right? But from there, what do I do with that experience? How do I look at this piece of work, especially if it is truly abstract, non-representational, right? Like just think of different pieces of artwork. You know, the number one selling from visual art, from paintings is landscapes. It's because we know what they look like. We know how to interpret them. We've all seen landscapes, right? But the highest valued is abstract art, non-representational abstract art. Why? It demands you to be creative and interpret it. And give yourself permission to be. 
Give yourself yeah. permission to not know because the artist may not have known. <laughs> and part of the power is that you can interpret it any way you want and turn it into your now what? Yeah. Uh, however it so moves you. And I think we sometimes, and I think this is more a Western phenomenon, we, we need to get it right. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember being a little intimidated around people who knew a lot about wine. Mm. <laughs> and some guy, you know, netted it out for me. He said, pay attention to what you like, write it down. Yeah, order that again. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, that's how I started, right? Don't right. overcomplicate it. Right. So what, now what? But I think, I think we want both. We want to be able to interpret and abstract, take from the concepts, and then be able to apply it in a way that works for us. And I think suspending judgment too, yeah. trying to think that there's only one way to interpret something. I mean, how limiting is that, right? Absolutely. There's only one way. So I don't want this to sound too self-serving, but I, I want to ask you, why do you think people listen to our podcasts? Because <laughs> they like us. No, well, I, I hope so. No, yeah. I would like to think they listen because we answer so what and now what? But I think we answer it differently. I think we sometimes put things out to there. Somebody saying, what the hell are they talking about? Mm -hmm. But it gets them thinking differently. Yeah, I agree. And we also give them some specific how to's. So I think it's the it balances the both and. I mean, I think the fun for me of these podcasts is to explore things in a way that gets me thinking. And sometimes I think some of the better podcasts from my perspective have been ones that we weren't sure where we were going. <laughs> That's but great. We, but we did get there. Yeah. Yeah. So thinking about the now what part of our podcast, where we provide somewhere to start or a pragmatic experiment to take on, what would we share with our listeners around this concept of so what, now what? How can they start putting it in their work and their leadership? So I think the so what you could answer by what's a stretch area for you? Yeah. Something that you typically wouldn't do because it's a little too conceptual, a little too abstract. And the reason that you would want to do it is so that you could become less uncomfortable in new territory. Mm. And so that kind of answers the so what now what, right? The why is so that you would become you know, less uncomfortable, but pursuing something that you wouldn't normally pursue that puts you a little outside of your comfort level and get out of it, whatever you get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. With, with, with no expectations. I mean, I think that would be one thing I would suggest. So that might be if you're not currently reading much, maybe it is about picking up a book that you're truly interested in and reading that for application, not just completion, but Reading that to see what you can learn and put into action for your own self. Or watch a movie from a genre that you have never, ever gotten close to. Yeah. And, you know, whether it's horror or whether it's, you know, um, that would be one I haven't yeah. gotten into. But something that you would just never watch. Or music. Same thing with music. Absolutely. Uh, immerse yourself in some music that you've never listened to. And maybe that you had some resistance to and just notice how it moves you yeah, it's almost a silly example but you know sometimes in our household the menu gets a little routine a little too routine so we look for a new recipe something we sure. 
maybe have never made ourselves before. Maybe it's about exploring a new ingredient or something like that. Right? And you, you learn from it. You get to try something different. You learn or, from it. Or make the meal out of whatever is in the house. We do do that actually quite right? a bit. <laughs> and so the so what now what is, is I become more resourceful. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't need anything other than what I have to make a positive experience. That is a huge so what, now what, in my mind. It's interesting. I don't think I've ever done that, but I like the idea. (laughs) Yeah. So this really is balancing the abstract and the concrete, balancing the conceptual and the practical as a really important leadership skill to cultivate. We need both, right? If we're going to innovate, if we're going to break new ground, if we're going to invent new things, then we have to be comfortable in that abstract space. If we're going to make a living out of it, we've got to turn it into something pragmatical that's repeatable, that pays the bills. And so both are important. Thanks, Ralph. And folks, thanks for listening. You can listen to a new podcast two times every month here at Get Emergent or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is where we bring you contemporary leadership topics and ideas balanced with what we hope you find are better practices that you can apply to your work and your leadership. Thank you.